0: On this episode of Why Watch That?
1: Demolition Man. <laughs> I love Demolition Man. <laughs> oh no, it's so funny! It is so funny. That's just so. And you know the guy who was in uh, Beetlejuice, the the one who found the book and, and did that that whole uh, séance thing, was in Demolition Man. Shut <laughs> up.
0: Ironically, I actually walked on the set i mean i i was walking and i accidentally walked onto the set when i first moved to new york and ran to will smith <laughs> i literally
1: ran into him so <laughs> yes and the ref is being serious why watch that as a podcast featuring the critic
0: and referee who go head to head on a quest to discover
1: the best movies and tv shows hollywood has to offer Expect the unexpected from the critic.
0: Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch That. That. Presented by Dynamic Network.
1: The Why Watch That Talk.
0: We here at Why Watch That love, love, love our movies, our television shows, and the like. But most of all, we love actors and actresses, right?
1: Yes, that's right. That's what we're here for.
0: That's what we're here for. I mean, you know, we love directors and writers and those people, but it's really the performances that um, that get us going here at Why Watch That. So we thought we'd revisit a segment that we've done in the past and that we'll continue to do. And, of course, that is called, Whatever Happened To?
1: Whatever Happened To?
0: Whatever Happened To? Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy from such and such. We watch so many movies, oh, my gosh, and so many television shows. We miss some of those actors and actresses. And I have to say,
1: Mm.
0: I missed Wesley Snipes. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever Happened to Wesley Snipes? Now I know some of you are thinking, well, what, didn't you watch, uh, you know, Chirac or didn't you watch, uh, whatever that, uh, TV show that was on last year? The player, the The player. player? Well, okay. Yes. He did appear in those things, but but before that, Wesley Snipes was M.I.A., where was Wesley Snipes before well,
1: we know where he was <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> we know precisely where he was somewhere where he could make a movie I'll tell you that
0: oh well you know he could always write and do things listen <laughs> um, we're not even going to talk about his trouble Wesley Snipes was one of the folks who really defined Moving in and out of the black movie arena into, like, mega stardom when it comes to, like, thrillers and action. He became the new action hero with his movies like Blade and Demolition Man. And he's just a charismatic actor. We actually would like more of Wesley Snipes, or at least I would. So come on back, brother.
1: Demolition Man.
0: <laughs> I love Demolition Man. I oh, no,
1: it's so funny. It is so funny. Mr. <laughs> and you know, the guy who was in uh, Beetlejuice, the, the one who found the book and, and did that that whole uh, seance thing, was in Demolition Man. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> what happened to him? What happened to that guy? <laughs> Look, what happened to Mia Sarah?
0: Mia Sarah. Who's that?
1: Ah, see, you don't remember Mia Sarah.
0: Oh, I know who Mia Sarah is. She's the girl from Ferris Bueller,
1: right? There you go. That's right. Ferris Bueller's day off. She was also in Legend...
0: Ooh, that's right. Yes, yeah. that's true. Uh-huh.
1: What happened to her? I mean, you know, she was uh, getting her smoldering looks on. <laughs> I know. She was, she was hot stuff back then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's doing some TV and some other stuff like that, but not in a long time. Come back well, to us, Mia.
0: If any of y'all know where Mia is, just give us a shout-out on social media. We would She'd love to a time
1: know. cop with Jean-Claude Van Damme, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, listen, I got one for you. Yep. What ever happened to Bridget Fonda?
1: What? Oh, oh, come on.
0: Where she? Where's Bridget? <laughs> now, the Fondas are known for just taking breaks. They, they're they so famous and rich, they don't even have to continue. Well, apparently Bridget Fonda is nowhere to be found. Sort of. I mean, the last thing we've seen her in is a TV movie called The Snow Queen in 2002. Whoa. Um, but before that, you may be thinking, well, who in the heck is Bridget Fonda? Bridget Fonda, yes, she is a Fonda. She's the niece of Henry Fonda, I believe, or the granddaughter. No, The niece. Of, of Henry Fonda. This one, she was found...
1: She's the, she's the niece of Jane Fonda, granddaughter of, of Henry. Of
0: Henry Fonda, yep. Mm-hmm. Shag was when I first saw her, I it, who also starred um, another person who was like, what happened to that girl? Uh, Phoebe Cates. Oh. Um, but Shag, which was a great TV movie, um or came on TV, I don't know if it was a TV movie, loved that movie. But she was most known for her role... In single white female, yeah, ooh, 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 ooh. and she was, um, I think Andy Garcia's wife in The Godfather
1: Part uh, Three. Mm-hmm.
0: In the three, yeah. So anyway, yeah. you know who she is. We just don't know where she is. <laughs> look,
1: she was now look. She was in Doc Hollywood with Michael J. Fox. You know that is uh, such a nice watch. Uh, not even being a great movie, if you just want to see that, talk Hollywood. That's what I always remember. And point of no return when she tried to be <laughs> Okay,
0: oh, moving on. Man.
1: Thank don't, you Jay, don't, Bridget. Look, I am dropping knowledge here. That's what I'm doing for everybody. All right, all right. Yeah, all right. Now, whatever happened to Michael Imperioli? Wait, he's working. Working doing what commercials? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Producing and and directing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, Michael Imperioli, of course, leapt into fame with we all know.
0: Oh, come on. The Sopranos, if you didn't know, you you just, you missed out.
1: (laughs) I wasn't going to The Sopranos. I was going to Goodfellas.
0: (laughs) He was more known for The Sopranos. Like,
1: he he got the role. I know. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm going to Goodfellas because he's in that famous scene with Joe Pesci. When Joe Pesci says, when when he comes back at Joe Pesci's character. Well, but
0: I bet you didn't know that uh, Mike Imperioli
1: was in Lean On Me as one of the punk kids. Yes, he was. He was on that stage when Joe Clark told him to get out. Yes, I do remember. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so there you go. I mean, he's doing some TV every now and then. But he I want him in another major role. Maybe they can do Lean On Me too.
0: Well, you know yeah. what, I, and I would also like it not to be mob-related, so that'd be nice. Um, whatever happened to get this? Are you ready, Emilio Estevez?
1: What? Charlie Sheen's brother.
0: Charlie Sheen's brother, Martin yeah. Sheen's son. Yes. Uh, and uh, and of course, you're like, why do they have this, you know, different last names? He took his mother's uh, name. Now, Emilio Estevez, if you don't know, um, I well, had... no,
1: actually that's that's their real name. That's Martin Sheen's real last name, Estevez.
0: Este- well, so what's Sheen?
1: That's the name he made up for his career.
0: Well, he took somebody's name. (laughs) Emilio Estevez was majorly known for his wonderful role in The Breakfast Club as the jock who had a heart. Yeah. um, He really took that role, which could have been played as, you know, just sort of a meathead. And he turned it into something very, very beautiful, I thought. And then, of course, he went on a huge bender of 80s movies. I mean, basically, if it's the Brat Pack, Emilio Estevez is in it, um, along with his brother, Charlie Sheen. He did some westerns here and there. Really um, started to veer off into directing, which um, he made some great, wonderful choices there. But uh, whatever happened to him?
1: I don't know. Yeah, he needs to come back. I mean, look, young duds... <laughs> hello I mean men at work do you remember minute at work yes yes
0: yes. come on
1: let's get through this woo so um look whatever happened to Diane Weist?
0: yeah Whatever. whatever I don't know what happened to her I love Diane wait a minute did I just see her in something?
1: You did, but see that's the thing. Does everyone know where she is right now?
0: Yeah, <laughs> she's a beautiful woman. I love. It. Oh yeah, I just saw her in uh, uh, in uh, Sisters with um, uh, uh, Amy Poehler and yep. um, and uh, Tina Fey. Yeah, that's right. Mom. And she's
1: she's also on CBS in and Life and Pieces, that TV show. If you haven't seen it, there okay. she is. But look, you know, I always think of Parenthood, the movie with her. She's just I mean. always thinking that, and of course. Working with Woody Allen.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I have to go to someone that you probably have no idea who this person is. And if you do, I think I might give you a bonus point. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. Whatever happened to
1: Dabney Coleman? I do know Dabney. Wait a minute. How how dare you think that I don't know Dabney Coleman? <laughs>
0: Whatever happened to Dabney Coleman? Now, (laughs) Dabney Coleman, if you've watched any 80s movie and there was a jerk,
1: Dabney Coleman
0: played the jerk throughout his whole career. Now, he's been in recent stuff, but you may have known him um, first in Tootsie. Yes. Which we loved him in Tootsie, but for the most part, Dabney Coleman was the guy. The the nemesis in nine to five. He was the horrible boss <laughs> that w- really uh, took advantage of his secretary, <laughs> as well as all his help. He's been in tons and tons of TV shows, uh, movies here and there. I think um, wasn't he in? Uh, oh, I don't want to misspeak this one. I can't. It's been so many. I have to scroll. Was he in Toy?
1: Oh, Toy. I don't know if he was in Wait, Toy. I can't
0: find it. Well, anyway, if he wasn't in Toy, he should have been <laughs>
1: Right. But look, he was in Hot to Trot with the horse. Remember yes, the- he was. Uh, and the Muppets Take Manhattan my favorite Muppets movie he was in that oh my goodness damn Nicole that is a great one but you know I know but
0: what happened to him he's in uh, Ray Donovan he
1: showed up in an episode of Ray Donovan Um, yeah at Borwalk Empire he did a few episodes of that and he just completed a movie. Maybe we'll see him. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Dabney. That's right, Dabney. Now, what about this? That's, that was a given. I'm going to give myself a star. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the pat on your own back. I <laughs> would like to bring up Dennis Quaid.
0: Dennis Quaid? I don't know where he is. He's with Ellen doing those prank, uh, <laughs> those
1: prank, prank
0: episodes. It was ridiculous.
1: I mean, I don't know what happened to you. Dennis Quaid his brother, Brandy Quaid, if you didn't know that, uh, he does have that uh, show on Crackle.
0: (laughs) Uh, Listen, don't underestimate Crackle.
1: (laughs) Look, you know what I always think about when I think of Dennis Quaid?
0: What do you think about?
1: A classic movie, or maybe not. No. Inner
0: Space. (laughs) Oh, Inner. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yes,
1: Inner Space. You know where no, I'm not. When he shrinks down and goes inside.
0: We're stretching there. (laughs) No, we're
1: not. It goes inside the body of Martin Short.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, thank you, Dennis Quaid, for that. Of all the wonderful roles that Dennis Quaid has done, you're going to bring up.
1: And Meg Ryan was in that.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm going to end with, or my ending is going to be with um, someone. I was going to say Bumper Robinson, but you can check him out. Bumper Uh, Robinson? (laughs) Yep, I'm not going to. Bumper Robinson was a huge child uh, 80s star. But I'm going to end with Mary Stewart Masterson. Oh, whatever happened to mary Stewart Masterson? if you don't know who that is, you've missed the eighties
1: <laughs> your, your whole list is eighties <laughs> of
0: course because these people have to go somewhere Mary Stuart Masterson was um for me she's she's done a lot of huge pivotal roles, but I loved her in fried green tomatoes yeah she was the um she always played sort of a tomboyish kind of
1: mm-hmm.
0: kind of girl who was sort of She was always troubled, wasn't she? Yeah. She she played teen angst very well.
1: Yes,
0: um, and you know that
1: haircut—that's really what it was about. Yeah,
0: and she she had a, a boy's haircut, if you will, for for, for that time. She was in Binny and June, uh, which was with uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> Johnny Depp, which which was a huge cult classic. Yeah, um, actually, and then she just started in a, a series of other sort of. She was the indie girl of the time who would occasionally make a big splash, but she she did solid work, I think.
1: She did, and you know what? She I didn't even remember this. She was in something the Lord made, the HBO movie starring Alan Rickman and, and Most Deaf, yeah, Most Deaf, yeah. So that is fascinating, actually. There. Oh, okay. So final one for me, Erica Alexander. Whatever happened to her?
0: Where are you, Erica?
1: Do you know Erica Alexander? I probably do. Erica Alexander showed up on the Cosby Show as Pam.
0: Oh yeah, what's up, Pam? Yeah,
1: and then she was in Living Single. Now mm-hmm. she's doing some work but I don't know how much people are seeing it. She wasn't <laughs> she wasn't Bosch on Amazon Prime, so I want her. Can we get some all of these people together? Can we pull them all together? All the old T V stars from the eighties and nineties. Let's do a throwback show. <laughs> One big back? show. One big show. And maybe like a, let's bring back the afternoon special.
0: You know what? <laughs> Listen, if you have an inkling to check out any of the people we
1: I love how you about, cut me off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got to move on, brother. Um, we, uh, If you want to check out our links, you can um, and just travel down memory road. <laughs> like literally, there'll be shows that you hadn't forgotten about and boom, a bunch of memories will be uh, rushing back to your brain. But, we're still asking. Whatever happened to you?
1: <laughs> did you know? Part one. Once again, the critic has a did you know. It's becoming a record, I think, in a row for me. Oh,
0: I don't know about <laughs> that, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> so before we get to the did you know, of course, ref, we always give a little question. hmm So here's the question for ya who are the other two actresses who were considered for the role of Amanda Waller played by Viola Davis in Suicide Squad which we all know releases Friday.
0: Okay, so she basically plays a per- like a Nick Fury kind of girl. Yeah. Uh, who I don't know. Oh, I, I think I know.
1: Oh, uh, we'll see.
0: I think I know. This episode of Why Watch That is brought to you by Audible.com, the leading provider of spoken audio entertainment, providing digital versions of audiobooks for download to your computer, phone, and MP3 player.
1: Sign up today to try Audible free for 30 days and get a free audiobook of your choice. Visit audibletrial.com forward slash whywatchthat to get your free audiobook now and to support our show. Did you know part 2 Okay, we're back and you're you're screaming that you think you know. So
0: <laughs> I didn't scream. Um Taraji, that was a scream.
1: No, not Taraji, no. Mm-mm. because
0: Cuz they're going to insert another black woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you look, it's Viola Davis. So who do they associate with that? It's very I telling. no.
0: I don't know. Is there another Viola?
1: No, but there is and Octavia Spencer.
0: Oh, who was the other one?
1: Her co-star in The Help. Well, the other one is Oprah. Oh, shut <laughs> up! <laughs> <laughs> and supposedly, according to Variety, uh, supposedly uh, Oprah was their first choice or something. What? I, don't, I don't know. Please, I don't know what who <laughs> was
0: smoking over there. But uh, good luck with Oprah on that one. Okay, well, that's a that's a great piece of trivia. <laughs>
1: Back to Why Watch That.
0: Is this thing on?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're laughing because uh, this is take two of this Will Smith celebration. <laughs> yes,
1: our audio person, he won't be named. He will to not be it. named.
0: <laughs> but we love them, though. Listen, we know that um, one of the biggest blockbusters, summer blockbusters, is coming out this weekend. And, yes, you know what it is. Suicide Squad. Um, I've never, this I've never heard you of it. You've heard of it. It's everywhere. <laughs> um, it is opening um, this Friday. and It also stars a bunch of amazing people. But one in particular is Will Smith. Yes, you heard me right. Will Smith is back at the summer blockbuster game. And he's, he says he's bringing his a game he's a dead shot
1: (laughs) he said that he said he's bringing his a game
0: (laughs) we will see we will see but what we thought we'd do is we'd celebrate will smith um will smith's career which has been a very wide range but he is no stranger to the summer blockbuster so let's start off Mm -hmm. where we most of us know will smith and we're not talking about blossom (laughs) Wait a minute. I love Blossom. He did appear on Blossom. But we're actually talking about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Of course.
1: You know. West Philadelphia.
0: Philadelphia, Born and raised. All that. All that. It's, it's no secret that that's where he got his start in television. He was really fresh out of a, a huge music rap career. Parents just don't understand. Of course. And um, I believe you said Quincy Jones was the one who said, you know what? We need to get you to do this show. And they put him with an amazing cast and some very memorable characters like, you know, Carlton, who does the... Carlton yes. Dance and Alfonso Hillary.
1: Ribeiro, of course.
0: And you've got the wide range. Will Smith really learned most of his acting chops because he was surrounded by veterans. I mean, you think about the guest list, a lot of veteran actors. Ben Vereen was his father. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <sure. laughs> I just pulled that one out. Future wife was also on Fresh Prince of bel Jada Pinkett. At the was time. She,
1: well, she, no, remember, she tried to get on it.
0: I thought she was on it.
1: No, she and Nia Long auditioned for that role. Oh, as she didn't get it. Yeah, Nia Long got it. She got, um, a different world. Now, remember, though, who also made an appearance for the first time, maybe on TV, Brian Why Stokes
0: are we spending Mitchell. so much time on this? <laughs> <laughs> because, it's fun. because it's
1: fun. Brian Stokes Mitchell, remember, he was the boyfriend of Hillary. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, he was learning on that set. He also, uh, one of his first films, Uh-oh. Made in America.
0: I do remember that. I don't remember him as much as I do remember the movie.
1: Yeah, well, here he's playing Mia Log's boyfriend again.
0: Oh, they're back at it.
1: There you go, but this is Nia Long's movie along with Whoopi Goldberg and Ted Danson. Nia Long plays uh the daughter of Whoopi Goldberg who wants to find out who her biological father is. Uh-oh. Okay. So they find out it's Ted Danson. <laughs> what? That yes. That is that movie.
0: Moving on. Um I actually you can move on to the next one. I have not seen Six Degrees of Separation. I do know ah! it's a a huge broadway play um and actually you could probably go see it in your in a town near you there's always a theater doing it it's a great fi- um play but they turned it into a film
1: they did uh and this time he's co-starring with Stockard channing um and donald sutherland now look
0: oh whoa
1: yeah yeah now this is when he's saying the hollywood look i can do a lot of different things give me a shot <laughs> Um, so this is not Fresh Prince or anything like it. This is a risky role for him. And early on in his career, I think it really helped him to... It off. Yeah, it paid off, and it really helped him to branch out later in his career to more dramatic roles.
0: Well, you know, he started to get the revving going, the train going, with his summer blockbusters. And really, this is his first action movie, and it's Bad Boys starring him and um, Martin Lawrence. Yes. Um it was a sneaky surprise. Oh and yeah. That, that they In fact, they're on slate for Bad Boys 3 and 4.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, because it made so much money, they were not expecting it. And Will Smith really paid attention to Martin Lawrence. If you look at his career after that, whenever he does comedy, it's a Martin Lawrence impression in a lot of those scenes.
0: Uh-oh, uh-oh. You know well, let's talk about the shift. Yeah. Let's talk about the real shift in Will Smith's career.
1: And that's Independence Day, the first one. We know the sequel's out again this year. Uh, yeah, he is heading an ensemble cast of stars. Uh, somebody go talk to Vivek A. Fox about that. And, you know, he really said, look, I'm bankable. Not, yeah. So I think it was not just Independence Day, but also Bad Boys, the two of them, yeah, said, you are our star.
0: And it really catapulted him into the Dental Washington, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt sphere. Yeah. And he could start asking some money because the next summer following that, another breakout which was men in black starring him and tommy lee jones who would have ever put those two
1: people (laughs) look it's genius because he needs you know the guy just to not react not to laugh he can just bounce off his jokes so tommy lee jones just needs to show up on set he doesn't do anything else with that deadpan look it's perfect uh also now the first time he went away from so much action more into thriller is enemy of the state um now you may i don't know maybe you like it maybe you don't what's successful wasn't it i don't know but it did again it's again him saying i want to do a variety of things in my career
0: i just wonder how he worked well with tony scott or if he did or not (laughs) i don't because tony scott's a very particular director along with his brother ridley scott so you know it's kind of like i wonder how that how that really paid off. But Gene Hackman, I mean, John Voight, he's surrounded by amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing actors. Yeah. And then the summer after that, we go to Wild Wild West, which, uh,
1: uh,
0: th- yep, it did not get received well, um, although it had all the ingredients, but it just was, it was a sci-fi cowboy movie. It was just very, very strange.
1: Um. um speaking of strange he also did Ali now look he he got every nomination in the book critically acclaimed role-playing Muhammad Ali
0: working um, with Michael Mann hello
1: that's right working with him uh, and Jamie Fox <laughs> where they had that wonderful not scene where they talk about stealing his belt <laughs> always bring that up I just I have to so you know for me it wasn't so successful but again it's Will Smith going. I'm the star of stars.
0: That's right. He went on to reprise his role in Men in Black 2 and Bad Boys 2, but he shifted Mm -hmm. with iRobot doing yet another sci-fi, but this, you say, is a little different.
1: Yeah, this is more cerebral, in its presentation It's based on a novella, a famous one. If you know, if you run in those circles, you know it. Uh, this, I'm not even gonna get into it because I have nothing positive. Well, let
0: me get into Hitch <laughs> because Hitch is his first romantic comedy, and he actually does well with romantic comedies. Um, Hitch was well received. He's teamed up with Kevin James, teamed up with uh, Eva or Lo- oh, not Eva, um, Eva Mendes. Yes, yes uh-huh. and. Ironically, I actually walked on the set. I mean, I, I was walking and I accidentally walked onto the set when I first moved
1: to New York and ran to Will
0: Smith. And I <laughs> literally ran into him. So. <laughs>
1: yes, and the ref is being serious. It
0: has a very special place in my heart. I
1: loved Kevin James in that. Also, my favorite role of Will Smith's. Is in the pursuit of happiness.
0: Yeah, that's really where Will Smith had sealed it by then.
1: Yes, first time he acted with his son Jaden. Um, and oh, I won't go to the next time, but this movie. I think really shows his capabilities. I want more of that. Also moving into what ref, what's next?
0: I am legend Hancock, seven pounds. And then of course we're ending it with suicide. suicide. Quad. So if you are eager to catch a little bit more of Will Smith and have a nostalgic moment realizing, wait a minute, is it summer without Will Smith? Well, we'll find out <laughs> this Friday, but until then you can check out some of these other movies At a streaming device near you. (laughs) And now,
1: the pick of the week. Oh my goodness. I think the ref is a pick of the week?
0: I do. Is that
1: true? Yeah. huh Ah, This is the Matrix trilogy? Are you serious? That's
0: right. If you don't know, now you
1: know. (laughs) And this comes to us, of course, from the visionary Wachowskis. Look, I remember when this came out in the movie theater, nothing. I mean, we have seen nothing, yeah, like nothing like it There
0: was nothing like it.
1: You go ahead and take it over.
0: Now, see, pick of the week usually is like one. But Amazon Prime is releasing the entire trilogy for streaming. So if you have Amazon Prime right now, you can binge. Oh. Now, if you don't know what it's about, oh, come on, all ye faithful. As far as Keanu Reeves, who plays Neo, and it goes in between realities. What is reality and what is not? And the, the red person,
1: pill, the blue pill. Well,
0: who introduces him to this is, of course, Larry Fishburne, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne, yeah. who plays, um, who plays uh, Morpheus. Morpheus, who introduces him to the real world, and we see Neo, who is the chosen one, go down this weird downward spiral of letting go of this Matrix, this computer program that he's been living in for all of his life, and into the real world to actually save civilization from machines. Yes. Well, from the first Matrix to the next, you see Neo coming to his own as the one. Yeah. And then in the second one, we see his world fall apart, and he has to save the world, not as this amazing, dynamic, uh, basically a video game genius, because he's maneuvering with his mind in this Matrix world. If it mm-hmm. sounds confusing, it is. But when you get to the third one, you finally realize that he has to fight these machines in the real world. Yeah. And how does he do that? Well, he's gonna have to come up against his nemesis, the agent from down under, <laughs> weaving. Uh-huh. And um,
1: it's
0: it's basically one of to me one of the best illustrations of sci-fi um, taking camera and technology and actually using it to drive the story forward. They developed that whole, you know, when he's bending down, dodging all the bullets. Yes. And it's called stop camera. Well, they invented that for the movie. So if you want to binge, if you want to see, if you want to go down and watch this amazing piece of work, along with a pretty darn good cast, I think you should check out the Matrix Trilogy on Amazon Prime. I own it.